there, campers. While we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. Solicitor discretion is advised. Campers, welcome back to Alluring, our folklore podcast where we tell you the history of different legends and lore from around the entire freaking world. Ooh, and I, I did like your pew pew pews coming in. Just, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of I need to get an actual sound one. Just... <laughs> <laughs> that's it. All right. Oh, well, let's get into this. Um, what did you find, Alluring? Well, the people of Instagram demanded it with all the <laughs> likes that came flying in, and I got the Mothman tattoo. It's right here. It's a little crunchy right now because it's very fresh. Yes. So, but it's it's very nice. Camp counselor Mothman. And it's all his... so good. If you want to see like an actual good photo of it, not just like the three pixels from me scooting back. Um, it's on our Discord and our Instagram. Um, tattoo artist did such a good job, and she was so excited about it, and I'm I was excited. It's amazing. I love I love it so much because she took our cute little camp counselor I made, and she made it match your other stuff too, which is yeah. what I love. It like it looks cohesive with everything. And yeah, Jeff she. Kids, amazing job to her i sent kimmy just a quick snapchat because kimmy's like what color is it gonna be and the amount of colors she had on the counter (laughs) i knew she knew what she was doing because she had the same amount of purple shades yeah that i used to create our count count yeah and And she used all of them separate and then she started combining them and it was very good she did a great job Halfway through, she stopped and looked at me. She's like, this is a lot of purple. I was like, I know. <laughs> You're like, yeah. It looks so good. It looks, it looks clean. It looks Very fresh. clean. Yeah. It's so nice. And I love it so much. She kept saying, what a cute little guy. <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> she was amazing. That's absolutely adorable. I was there. I was bragging to one of my coworkers. I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, some people may have podcast hosts that, like, help them do this or go do stuff with them, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? My podcast host is the best because he got 
our camp counselor Mothman tattooed on him. And I yep. couldn't ask for anything more. That's dedication, <laughs> yeah. And then I was joking. I was like, I should tell him we're over with the podcast after he gets yeah. this <laughs> I would feel so bad, though. <laughs> yeah. Be Halfway like, through, I'd have told him, and I'm like, could you stop, please? <laughs> Like it's like getting a an ex's name like a yeah. partner's name tattooed and halfway through it they're like ah. I just I just have the bottom of the tattoo, <laughs> then tell them to stop. Like, <laughs> You're like, we'll make it a mermaid or something. I don't yeah. know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I freaking love it. Shout out to her. I can't remember what her ad is. Please go to our Instagram. You guys can see. Yeah, Vault Tech on Instagram, but yeah, um she's tagged in our uh, in the actual photo. Yeah, they did such a good job. Um, what did you find alluring this week? <laughs> so um, I went and saw, we had a lot of family stuff. So I, <laughs> Patreons, you're getting your Christmas letter late, but family <laughs> morning is very important and I yeah. have to take a step away. But um, in part of family morning, I was like, hey, I should use the cricket my mom has, the tool she has that I don't have. <laughs> Because I have my own, but she has different tools to make something. I made a, it's kind of hard to see. I made like a camp counselor. Uh, wait, I have, I know how to do this. I have like a paper, uh, not paper, tissue. I made like a glass cup and it's like Mothman. Oh, that's cute. And he like, the eyes of the little handkerchief like change colors. So I yeah. put cold water in it to see. And then the back just says, like, I'm trying to help you guys. Oh, I'll do a post of it later. The, the legend of Mothman from the nice. Loring Campground. So yeah. I just had fun, like, making the cricket. I don't know. What else have I have I done? You got to put that on Instagram for our uh, audio listeners. Yeah, I, I will. I'll put it on there. That's, like, my Loring thing. Oh, and then <laughs> the website is finally the way I want it. I finally had, like... 20 minutes of stress <laughs> of no, no stress to, to work on the website so it looks cool i don't know if you've seen it i have yeah but it's all like i don't know you just go to it and you look like you're on a campground i like Clean, have yeah. leaf borders and moving images the newsroom's like a bulletin board that has mm-hmm. like pictures move as you hover over it i don't know i think it's pretty cool but <laughs> I just like good web design. Oh, you that did a great said, job. Mobile desktop's the way to view it. Mobile. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> She's getting there. <laughs> She's almost there, but I don't know. Just a lot of like fun, creative, like holiday crafts. I guess kind of yeah. holiday craft. Just projects I want to do that I've been procrastinating for so so long. <laughs> well, if you procrastinate your work too much you might oh. end up poor and oh, if you end up poor you might deal with this week's um thing uh cue campers <laughs> that was a good one <laughs> it was a stretch but we got there hey a stretch a stretch still connects that's all that matters <laughs> he opened his glaring eyes wide the two of them glowing bright. It took a real brave man. It looked straight into them. What are, what are we talking about today? 
Well, Davy Jones. Um, <laughs> so I slept during the winter. Dark spiral. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be one of those episodes. I can feel it already. <laughs> Iceland during the winter is known to be cold, dark, and beautiful. With blankets of snow covering the mountains and twinkles of stars across the night sky, it looks like a scene from a holiday card. Of all this beauty, do be warned, there is a giant creature that lurks in the mountains. This beast is covered in dark fur, has bright glowing eyes, and is a bit of a fashion police. It will come out of its cave during the winter celebrations and snack on anyone who isn't sporting some new seasonal threads. So, this week, we will be talking about the mystical Yule Cat, a Christmas creature known to lurk the mountains of Iceland. And if you were watching, you'll see my lovely little kitty Yule, Yule Cat illustration that I am quite proud of this one. because This, is this very one's adorable. adorable. So cute. Uh, definitely made it way cuter. <laughs> and I they're just munching on a house, you know? Just munching on a little house. Like a little, having the time of its life. <laughs> just a little guy. <laughs> super cute. Um, you can see it on our Instagram. Or you can go to our website and the luring section we have a episode guide which has all the pictures or like i post on pinterest or the sticker will be in the shop eventually so just like yeah, check out our it's stuff all over. it's all over you'll find it um so with this illustration you're like hmm where does this come from well oral tales of this giant kitty spread throughout iceland during the 17th century but it wasn't until the start of the 19th century when a famous poem would make this cat's popularity grow so, according to the legends, the Yule Cat is a giant black cat that only appears on Christmas Eve. It searches for new clothes amongst villagers, homes, and anyone without a new holiday fit becomes its next meal. So now the Fucked question up. is... <laughs> you know, out there. <laughs> you, your opinions have been so strong about this before we recorded, and I'm not going to correct you. I want to let my show notes do it. <laughs> All right. But it, it's really entertaining because I'm surprised you have such strong opinions about well, this one. Yeah, I mean, my stories, you know, are pretty narrow. Okay. So uh, fair, fair, fair. I just, oh, it's good. I, I just know what kind of episodes going to be. Right. I come around. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so now the question is, where did this legend start, or how did it come to be? Well, it's unclear where the origins of the Yule Cat comes from, but the popularity of this ferocious feline really took off because of a famous poem titled Yola Kautura, and it's between like the time period of like 1899 and 1972, so the story originated during the Dark Ages with the oldest written version of the story dating back to the 19th century. So though this poem is believed to be what had made the kitty so popular, there are legends about the cat told in passing with connections to a family of trolls since the 17th century. <laughs> now, I don't know if you know about the, these folks, but buckle up. So Iceland doesn't have a Santa Claus, but they have the Yule Lads. So like Santa Claus, they are known to give small presents to good children over a period of 13 days before Christmas. But it didn't start out that way. During the 17th century, these trolls would come down from their mountain homes and terrify children into obedience, much like Krampus. Checks out, yeah. And they would drag away the ones who misbehaved or cried a bit too much. 
which I have a problem with because I cry enough. a lot. And little yeah. Kimmy cried so much. Well, <laughs> so. good thing you're uh, good thing you're not in Iceland. That's all. <laughs> Anyway, this makes sense to me. Kids were absolutely terrified of the Yule Lads. And this caused so much panic that in 1764, a regulation was issued from the government saying, end quote, The foolish custom, which has been practiced here and there by the country of scaring children with Yuletide lads or ghosts, shall be abolished. <laughs> I wish I was making this up. <laughs> This led to the Yule Lads becoming more holly jolly gift-giving Christmas spirits. Their appearance even changed, so now they were known to wear red coats, red hats, mm -hmm. and even have a white beard. <laughs> like well, beard. that's awfully familiar. Yeah, so they were like, well, we can't make them scary anymore. So we'll make them jolly, but without something to scare the mischievous children into good behavior, it wasn't long until another Christmas spirit would take on this role. Enter the Yule Cat, a giant furry companion of the Yule Lads that would punish the naughty children by carrying them away or eating them whole. So the Yule Cat not only helped out the Yule Lads during the Christmas season, but it also helped out the ogreous Grilla, and I did not look up the pronunciation like a fool, so that's what I'm calling her from this point forward. So, great. I, I want to say it's Grilla. Grilla? Grilla sounds right. Grilla, okay. So, Grilla is a hideous troll who is the mother of the Yule Lads. In post medieval Icelandic folklore, Grilla is the head of the family and is believed to be the most terrifying of them all. She will also march down the mountainside on Christmas Eve side by side with her pet Yule Cat, eating up people as she goes. She has a crazy appetite for flesh and mischievous children, whom she captures and carries them to her home in her giant sack. We got a lot of Krampus stuff energy. Kind yeah, of there's a lot there. of uh, matching. I looked it up, by the way. It's just Ela. Ela. Oh, that's a delightful. Are silent, apparently. Okay, Ela. Oh, I like that so much better. Okay, yeah. so when she so she takes them in her sack, she goes home and she will cook them up in her large pot to eat them, or just eat them like popcorn. You know, this just, like, is just so many combined <laughs> creatures, <laughs> just all in like these three things we've talked about already. Yeah, it's. <laughs> There wasn't a lot about the Yule Cat, so I really yeah. had to see how it was connected <laughs> with other things. Um, I was happy our Patreons voted for it, but at the same time, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> There's not enough content. So it's one of those episodes. Um, da, 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 da. So with these two, Ela and the cat out on the prowl at night, and temperatures reaching zero degrees Celsius or 32 Fahrenheit, people would stay inside the home so they wouldn't run into these spirits. Now, Ela also has a husband by the name of, I didn't put the pronunciation, so we're going to say Le Louis. <laughs> but he is very lazy and just stays at home while everyone else goes out. So he's just kind of there. <laughs> so now, 
I do not want to get too much into Elon the Yule Lads lore since I'd like to talk about them in a future episode, but it is important to know the nature of these trollish family. Plus, it helps explain the cat's more trollish nature as well. So, another important thing is cats also play a major role in local legends. So, in Scandinavian folklore, witches and wizards would manifest creatures known as troll cats from various ingredients to do their bidding. Um, these ingredients consisted of dead men's nails and bones. So, Ew. they're a little malicious, a little gross. Yeah. But... That's her spooky ooky and now breakdown of the word because I really had to stretch out these episode notes. Um, <laughs> so the word Yokatora breaks down to two words. So Yola means Christmas and Kotora mean no, not Kotora. Kotor means cat. So it just means Christmas cat is the breakdown of the name. Okay. Um, it originates from Iceland, and it is so well-known, I was only ever able to find, like, two other names for it. So it's also referred to as the Christmas cat or the Yule cat. That's it. That's all I got. That's all I could find. So it's Ryan's turn to tell you about some stories and some poems? A poem and a story. This yeah. time, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to start with the poem. All right. This is The Yule Cat by Johannes or Kotlum. You all know the Yule Cat, and that cat was indeed huge indeed. People didn't know where he came from or where he went. He opened his glaring eyes wide, the two of them glowing bright. It took a really brave man to look straight into them. You might remember that from the beginning of the podcast. Mm -hmm. His whiskers sharp as bristles. His back arched up high and the claws of his hairy paws were a terrible sight. He gave a wave of his strong tail. He jumped and he clawed and he hissed, sometimes up in the valley, sometimes down by the shore. He roamed at large, hungry and evil, in the freezing Yule snow. In every home, people shuddered at his name. If one heard a pitiful meow, something evil would happen soon. Everybody knew he hunted men and didn't care for mice. He picked up, he picked on the very fo poor that no new garment got for Yule who toiled and lived in dire need. From them he took in one fell swoop their whole Yule dinner, always eating it himself if he possibly could. I'm telling you, Kimmy, this cat is a menace. You know, I don't know how you're gonna redeem it in the <laughs> here's the thing. Um, when I grab stuff for your section, I just skim it, you know. Uh -huh. Um, and I'm realizing that this is saying straight up that it's evil and picks on the poor. And yeah. I didn't catch that. Yeah. <laughs> it not only eats them, but it also eats their dinner before they eat. I made, it, made a mistake in the alluring alignment chart. And I kind oh of. Oh, no. <laughs> after you tell me. Well. Adding that to the list. If you made this one lawful good. Anyway, let me let me finish this poem and we'll get back to it. Okay. Hence it was that the women at their spinning wheel sat, spinning a colorful thread for a frock or a little sock. How cute. Because you mustn't let the cat get a hold of the little children. They had to get something new to wear from the grown-ups each year. 
And when the lights came on on Yule Eve and the cat peered in, the little children stood rosy and proud, all dressed up in their new clothes. Some had gotten an apron, and some had gotten shoes, or something that was needed. That was all it took. For all who got something new to wear, stayed out of the pussycat's grisp, grasp, grip. He then gave an awful hiss, but went on his way. So he still don't like you, even if you got new stuff. Whether he still exists, I do not know. But his vein would be in vain. <laughs> but his visit would be in vain. If Ryan next heard time, the word everybody... grip, and that's exactly where his mind went. Now he's on that. So whether he still exists, I do not know. But his visit would be in vain. If next time everybody got something new to wear. Now you might be thinking of helping where help is needed most. Perhaps you'll find some children that have nothing at all. Perhaps searching for those that live in the lightless world will give you a happy day and a merry, merry Yule. So I will say there are two sides to this piece of shit cat's coin. <laughs> On the one side, like, yes, he's like killing the poor people who can't afford new clothes. But on the other side, it's kind of like encouraging you to like give people stuff. Like it's like, oh, if there's a poor family, like help them out so the Yule cat doesn't get them. So there's probably a metaphor in there. But that doesn't change the fact that this cat is a piece of shit. You know, I just don't like when you're right because Yeah, because that's my whole argument right there. Is like it's supposed to bring community. Yeah. But at the same time, humanity's dog shit. <laughs> yeah, and like the the message could be good. It doesn't change the fact that that cat's a piece of shit. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So, man, I don't like feeling this wrong this early into the episode. <laughs> this kind of sucks. Well, this second one's a little story, um, and I don't know if Kimmy wants me to read. So there is not a lot of information on the Yule Cat, and dang it if we didn't try our best. Um, So this next one might not be the Yule Cat, but it's close enough, is... What Kimmy would like everybody to know. <laughs> we got we got a cat and we got Christmas in yeah. an old folktale. And yeah. that's the best y'all are getting. <laughs> yeah, this is the cat Doverfell, which might be the same, probably not. I do want uh, to point out, pleasantly surprised I couldn't find smut about this. So you know what? Good for you guys. You didn't go enough pages into Google. <laughs> I went deep. I went pretty deep. I went like deep pages deep. <laughs> so I just want to give that as a shout out. I could Google images yeah. and not feel too much anxiety. And well, unfortunately, so now you've put it out there. <laughs> and there's going to be at least one. I'm going to draw it. Can, can you guys like, <laughs> listen, if you were out there and you're listening to this and you're like, you know what? I think I should make some like Yule Cat smut with like the Yule ads and a gangbang or whatever. Just like put me you know how they have like the thank you letters at the beginning (laughs) i want you to be like thanks to the chaotic redhead that hosts the folklore podcast and truly inspired me yeah blessed like say something like that in your own words i'll read it i'll buy it (laughs) 
send it my Probably. way. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's not what our show's about. So it is now. It is All right. Now. Well, not too far off. <laughs> once upon a time, there was a man up in Finnmark who had caught a great white bear, which he was going to take to the king of Denmark. Now. It so fell out that he came to the Dover Fell just about Christmas Eve, and there he turned into a cottage where a man lived, whose name was Halvor. He asked the man if he could get a house room there for his bear and himself. Well, how nice. He's going to let the bear come inside with him. Heaven never help me if what I say isn't true, said the man. <laughs> but we can't give anyone house room just now for every Christmas Eve such a pack of trolls come down upon us hmm, that sounds like kimmy's thing oh. that we're forced to that we are forced to flit which i believe means close and haven't so much as a house over our own heads and say nothing of lending one to anyone oh said the man if that's all you can very well lend me your house my bear can lie under the stove yonder and i can sleep in the side room maybe they don't like selling out the rooms to your comment where they just don't like cleaning up after orgies anymore. <laughs> that's, that's why he doesn't. He, he sees yeah, the guys. These nah. damn mountain trolls coming down every year. <laughs> that was a ruckus. He's like, I can't keep cleaning It's up on the that. ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> well. well, he begged so hard that at last he got leave to stay there. So the people of the house flitted out, and before they went, everything was got ready for the trolls. The tables were laid, and there was a rice porridge and fish boiled in lye. Is lye not incredibly poisonous? Um, what is lye? I don't know. Not like what they used to use to, like, clean stuff? It's a metal hydrotic... Oh. Pretty sure lye is poisonous, yeah. so maybe don't boil your fish and lie anyway so boiled fish and lie sausages and else that was good just for any other grand feast yeah. so when everything was ready down came some trolls some were great and some were small some had long tails some had no tails at all some too had long long noses and they ate and drank and tasted everything just then, one of the little trolls caught sight of the white bear who lay under the stove. So he took a piece of sausage and stuck it in on a fork. And he went and poked it up against the bear's nose, screaming out, Pussy, will you have some sausage? He thinks the bear's a cat. <laughs> then the white bear rose up and growled and hunted the whole pack of them out the door, both great and small. Next year, Havor was out in the woods on an afternoon of Christmas Eve, cutting down some wood before the holidays, for he thought the trolls would come again. And just as he had at work, he heard a voice in the woods calling out, Halvor, Halvor. Well, said Halvor, here I am. Have you got your big cat with you still? Yes, that I had, that I have, said Halvor. She's lying at home under the stove. And what's more, she has now got seven kittens, far bigger and fiercer. So I'm starting to get the vibe. That it's not a bear. It is, in fact, a cat. No, 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 no. It's a bear. A, it's a great white bear. But um, everyone kittens. thinks it's a cat. 
but everyone thinks it's a cat. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, then we'll never come to see you again, bald out. Um, the troll. Bald out the troll away in the woods, and he kept his word. For since that time, the trolls have never eaten their Christmas bros with Halvor on the Dover film. So, if you're being harassed by mountain trolls, get yourself a bear. Easy. Easy. I see nothing wrong with that. Nothing yeah. could go wrong. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't have anything to say to that. Yeah, because the dude that was like Halva, Halva was a troll. So yeah, I the see now. Like, oh, that was a big. That's why it said pussy water yeah. sausage, which yeah. goes back to my first point at the top of the story. Someone get on that. <laughs> Someone please (laughs) Please please do some Remixing with that Alright well it's time for A commercial break before this goes Too off the rails That wasn't Um, even off the rails That was just just handed to us And he's making sausage jokes Pussy (laughs) jokes it's all downhill Anyway see y'all in a couple minutes Happy holidays Hey campers, you all know how we love to dive deep into the history of different legends and lore from around the world. And what better way to enjoy these tales than by also enjoying some international snacks and treats while you listen. That's where our sponsor Try the World comes in. Try the World sends out a box with 10 plus unique international snacks and treats from around the world, exploring new countries every month. With flavors from Spain, Japan, even Brazil, and so, so much more. So you can try global cuisines one country at a time from the comfort of your own home. And Try the World collaborates with cuisine experts and award-winning chefs to curate some of the most authentic, high-quality products from around the world. With them being such a great quality product, not only are they great for you, but they make a wonderful gift. And that's not all. Our listeners who subscribe today get a free box. So what are you waiting for? Start your international food journey today by going to our website, alluring.com sponsors, and click on the Try the World banner. Again, go to our website, alluring.com sponsors, and click on the Try the World banner today and start your international snack journey. Do you like weird and strange stories? What about murders? How about aliens, ghosts, goblins, missing people, Bigfoot, dogman, possessions, folklore, missing planes, missing boats, haunted tunnels, towns that are burning, space travel, buried treasure, serial killers, and other oddities of the world? Well, you're in luck. Here at Project Skeptic, we cover these topics and more every week with a midweek episode all about local legends and lore of Pennsylvania, my home state. Join us every Sunday and Wednesday as we look into the weird. Available on all podcast apps. Find us on Facebook at Project Skeptic or email us at projectskepticpod at gmail.com. Thank you and stay weird. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome back, campers. Um, after that terrible dad joke, we hope you really enjoyed that little break. We are now going to talk about the appearance and the history of the Yule Cat. Now, this is another illustration I made way back at my first rough draft at podcasting. <laughs> so, 
Oh, this I, is like an OG image? Yeah, this is a... I called them BR oh. before Ryan. Okay. <laughs> so this is a before Ryan. Um, I, I can't remember if this was in one of the Krampus stuff that I gave. Mm. I can't remember. If not, it will, think so. it will be in the shop. <laughs> it's going to be somewhere. <laughs> so the Yule cat is no ordinary cat and definitely puts the beast of Bosco to shame. Oh. For starters, this feline is actually a giant and is known to tower over buildings. Oh, yeah, I did put it in the Krampus thing. I was like, I feel like I put it somewhere. I just (laughs) didn't realize it was a BR. Yeah, that was a BR. That's why I like to refer to that stuff as. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, we got a giant kitty. Um, Actual giant kitty, not like it says it's a beast and it's like. Yeah, no, this one's actually a beast. Actually a beast. Beast of Yule. So, <laughs> it's described as a fluffy cat with fur dark as night. It has large, bright, glowing eyes that glare into people's soul and can stop anyone dead in their tracks. Uh, the cat also possesses sharp claws, whiskers, and teeth that can scratch up buildings, trees, and people. So, though this creature looks like a giant, cuddly, cute kitty, uh, be warned, it can mess you up. So past stories of the Yule Cat painted as a vicious beast that loves to eat up children with tattered clothes. It'll peek into the windows to see who has an outfit that is worn out, ripped up, or just not in season anymore. The cat will leave those alone who um, have new garments for the colder months. But if it sees something tattered, old, really irks the kitty. And it will kill someone. So, a very, very serious passion police is a really good way to look at the cat. Um, Over time, this vicious kitty became a lot less bloodthirsty and is said to just eat Christmas food of those without new garments. Now, one thing about the Yule Cat is it possesses many abilities that allow it to hunt down its victims very easily. So, it's very quick and nimble and chases people down like cats chase mice. It will let out a guttural loud meow as a warning of something evil about to happen. Uh, Let's out a hissing noise before devouring a victim and has a very strong tail that can easily swat away anyone that comes near it. So just a beast, just overall beast is the best way to explain this kitty. Now, (laughs) this section was a little bit of a stretch for some stuff. So, because there wasn't a lot. So buckle up, everybody. (laughs) It's one of those episodes. I either find too much information or nothing at all. I feel there's never been like a perfect balance. So I mean, not every not every folklore is going to have pages and pages. Some for the best, which I'm going to get to later. Right. And like. I do want to point out when I do like this history and events section, I really am just trying to find three things related to it somehow. So <laughs> if you ever vote for a topic on Patreon and you want me to cover a specific event related to something, you should say it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I may or may not, depending on how full the moon is or how I'm feeling that day. So before we get into why the Yule cat was used as a scare tactic tool, Y'all may be wondering, why a cat of all creatures? So, in Iceland, cats are the most common animal, both wild and domestic. Partially because they don't have a large predatory species. 
So now, you may be going, what about the other popular furry companion most of us have? Like, sweet old Pablo, you know? Yeah. Well, dogs just aren't a thing there. And on the off chance someone does have a dog, they have to have a permit, a bid by strict residency, microchip it, vaccinate it, and make sure it's dewormed. And that is because Iceland consists of only, and that isn't because Iceland consists of only cat people, but rather because of a means of preventing tapeworms. I'm so glad you wrote that down because I was not <laughs> going to pronounce that word right. <laughs> so in 1924, dogs were banned because they would carry a type of tapeworm that can be passed on to humans. So in the 1880s, a full 20% of autopsies performed in Iceland revealed people were carrying this disease, which caused blindness and several, no, not several, severe complications. Wow. So even though um, the disease is difficult to treat, wow, I don't know. I'm really struggling with this one paragraph. I just hate tapeworms, I think is really Yeah, they're gross. So even now, the disease is difficult to treat and has a mortality rate of 75%. Um, That's crazy. So, like, they they just don't have dogs there. <laughs> yeah, I gotta keep an eye on Pablo. I don't want to die. <laughs> yeah, so watch for that, apparently. Yeah. But that's why they got kitties. It's just the animal there. And not not only are cats more popular in the area, but they also play a major part of Icelandic mythology. Now this photo. (laughs) I love, I love this series of pictures. Riding cats. (laughs) Yeah, it's very like Florence and the machine energy, and I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. So Cats can be seen in many famous paintings and written works with the goddess Freya. So Freya is the goddess of love and sorcery, and she would travel across the sky in a wagon pulled by two giant flying cats, which resembled the Norwegian forest cat. So she used cats because they were nimble and quick. I don't want to go too much into it because it could be a great future topic, but girl loved her cats, and I'm here for it. And also, this, I I would probably have this picture, but it would be bunny rabbits instead, because I'm... Yeah, I'm I was going to say you should recreate this, <laughs> like, you and then Pablo and Luma. Yes! <laughs> I could I could do jackalopes. <laughs> yeah. It's me and jackalope. Oh, oh, that'd be fun. You should do and, that. And it says, <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like head out or like something like with jack shit because that would be yeah. hilarious and ironic oh we'll 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 workshop it we'll figure yeah, it out we'll work. <laughs> um we'll put a poll on discord we'll figure it out so. yeah <laughs> and then cats in the area are also connected to ghosts Oop. so the wasteland cat or ghoul cats were large felines that were more ferocious than the regular cats. So these are kind of like the predator ones, okay? So these monsters would bury themselves in the ground, preferably in a cemetery, an early age in their life. They will then grow to the size of a large dog before springing out of the ground to roam the rocky terrain, attacking sheep, birds, and humans. Goodness. (laughs) The wasteland cats also have a powerful gaze that can kill a human where they stand so it sounds has... like a regular cat 
Do you like cats? Are you a big cat person? I like cats. I had a cat. Okay. I was like, I don't feel, I feel like people that don't like cats are so strong about not liking cats. Yeah. No, I, I, I had a cat for, for a little bit. Sorry. I'm a dog guy. You're, yeah. I was like, you're a, you're, you're a dog owner. And yeah. not in like the, I'm a dog owner. You're just like, oh, I just like the puppy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think cats are really cute. I'd have one if everyone I loved wasn't so allergic to it. Same, yeah, That that's my problem exactly, is everyone I know is allergic to cats. Edgar, like, he, Edgar's so sweet with Luma, but, like, there's days his allergies, I can just see it kill him inside. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now that we know why it's a cat, it's time to look into why it was used as a scare tactic. <clears throat> so... During the 19th century in Iceland, it was crucial to prepare for the colder months by processing enough autumn wool to produce clothing to help survive the harsh winter months. During the Middle Ages, the production of wool became vital to the Icelandic economy and survival. It seemed that every household was responsible for some type of wool-related chore. There was tons of hard work, and to help motivate people to finish before Christmas, employers would reward the family with new clothes, or even sheepskin shoes, which resulted in households giving the same gifts to their children as well. Now, a new warm fit is great motivation to get work done, but sometimes you gotta use a scare tactic to get all the holiday work done. And unlike a capitalistic society that believes paying barely livable wages to a majority of the population is an acceptable and effective way to meet their unrealistic holiday goals, Locals in Iceland found the Yule Cat to be much more effective. Because when people aren't hungry and starving, they can work a little bit harder. Yeah. There, There's my little capitalist rant. It's been a second. So farmers <laughs> use the legend of the Yule Cat to scare their workers, especially the lazy ones, into finishing up the production of wool. This leads to the workers encouraging their children to work hard as well. Parents would use the same scare tactics on their kids, saying if they misbehave or were lazy, they would not receive warm clothes for the season, and they would get gobbled up by this giant kitty. Oh my. <laughs> it gets dark. It, like, it starts to get dark. It's darker. so dark. This is such a dark one. I know. I don't... I. I don't know why I didn't think it was so dark. I was just like, oh, <laughs> they just use it to scare kids. No big deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Half the other folklores do the same thing. Yeah. German folklore. Am I right? Um, yeah. So kids who listened to their parents, worked hard, and did their chores before Christmas would be rewarded with warm clothes from their parents. And instead of being scared of the Yule Cat, these kids would stand in front of the windows, proudly showing off their new fits to it. Uh, people would even leave their old clothes outside as an offering to the Yule Cat. Now, this was a very effective way to get people to work. It was also a very scary way to approach it. Workers became scared if their bosses were stingy that they wouldn't get these gifts and would become snacks for the Yule Cat. But the Yule Cat isn't that evil, if someone has old clothes but has gifted new clothes to someone less fortunate, they won't gobble them up. So okay. to this day, the Yule Cat is still a major part of Icelandic Christmas tradition and is just more kid-friendly, like the Yule Lads <laughs> have changed. 
Um, so the cat will eat a lazy person's food or gifts instead of consuming them whole. Um, and That's so bad. They could have started with that. Yeah, but they didn't. They, they didn't. They, they got. They had something scary banned, so they never had the time to process why this probably wasn't the most ethical yeah. thing. So <laughs> they just went to the next awful thing. <laughs> Um, and since wool production is still a big part of Iceland, it's still tradition to give children something new to wear before Christmas. So the Christmas cat doesn't get them. Now, this is why I you'll see in the alignment chart where I put it where I did. Because the cat now, now. is yeah. way more like, if you're being a decent human being, I'm going to let you pass kind of personality. Kind of. <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> so, no. It doesn't. I mean, so it says if you have clothes, but you gave new clothes to a less fortunate person, yeah. it won't eat you. But it doesn't say it still won't just eat a person who doesn't have new clothes. Well, no. It's like... <laughs> it's saying, Ryan, it's saying that it will... If you are willing to give something to someone, but you don't have it, mm. then you're good. Because the whole point is you're supposed to be gifted this. Yeah. Like, and that brings up the point, do you have people in your life that are like, I just don't do Christmas and I don't do gifts? Do you have those Yeah, but people? they're crazy. Thank you so <laughs> much. Because, like, I, that's how I've always, I've, like, met a lot of people that are red flags. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a red flag. Because the thing is, the people that are like that, they're like, I don't really do gifts. And it's like, no, you do gifts. You just don't want to give a gift. And you yeah. know people will give it to you. And then you feel obligated to give it. Those yeah. are the people that you're like, hey, can you, like, do this thing for me? And they're like, I'm not going to do it because you told me to. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm gonna no, I fully, like, I, I'm fully aware. I, I love getting gifts. But right. I absolutely also love giving gifts. It's a great time. It's just fun. I, let people know you're th th you're thinking about them. That's all it is. People yeah. always act like to give gifts, it has to be this big thing. You can give yeah. me a fucking apple and yeah. say it reminded me of you, and I will cry, wow. and I will <laughs> love it. <laughs> That's what gift giving is. It's just yeah. something you think that person would like. Like, Anyway, yeah. I... I'm glad you're a big advocate for gift giving because I love it so much. But you, I think that was one of the first things I asked you before we started the podcast together. I was like, Ryan, would you be okay if I sent you stuff? Because I dealt with having someone that was like, I don't want you to mail me anything ever. And I was like, yeah. okay. It's <laughs> like, Ryan, can I send you stickers? And you were like, send me a hundred. Yeah, I was please. like, <laughs> done easy <laughs> this makes it way more fun for me anyway uh get, give gifts it's okay people yeah. love what you give them and yeah. if people don't love what you give them then they shouldn't be your people in your corner <laughs> anyway that's my little gift giving soap soapbox because that's my love language anyway i need to make a sound for this but i always want to go like do you know what time it is ryan is it science or the church? Is it science or the church? No. This one's hard. You have no idea. I haven't given you shit. 
<laughs> no, they're literally. I have no idea. Um. So. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the church because oh. I feel like there's a whole like giving. Yeah. Message. I don't understand how science could possibly be like, no, there is in fact a cat that eats poor people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, actually. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. Well, Ryan, time to clap for yourself because you did it. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> so. Oh. Emotion. That's the wrong button. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> I felt like I went One on. One more. Okay. Clearly, really soak it up. It's really live your best life while you can. Get them right. You got it right. I'm proud of you. Fantastic. Um. So now. All right. I'm just gonna do one more. Uh... Okay. <laughs> okay. You got, all out of your, you got all out of your system. Can't be looking at me like I'm freaking murdering you. <laughs> no, it's fine. Do you? This is... I think I got it out. Are you sure? Are you good? <laughs> that, that's what I was waiting for. So now, <laughs> now that Ryan has gotten all the praise he's ever desired. Thank um, you, thank you. <laughs> the Yule Cat didn't start out as a kitty, but started out as a goat. Oh. Oh. So the Yule Cat seems to be closely related to the Scandinavian beliefs in the Yule Goat, which is believed to stretch back to pagan and even prehistoric times. So in ancient pagan rituals, especially in Sweden, it was common to sacrifice the Yule Goat, which was a kid goat sacrifice made in honor of the Norse god Njord, or Saturn, the god of agriculture, um, who ruled this particular sign. So it wasn't long until Christianity found its way into Iceland and Classic. made some changes. Classic Christians. Uh, the medieval church passed many laws forbidding the sacrificing of animals for pagan rituals. And as a result, different animals started to replace the symbolic Yule goat, having the cat be one of them. Huh. The Yule goat was also believed to be a mythical creature that helped with gift giving. St. Nick would either ride a goat or, or parade a large one around on a chain while delivering gifts to symbolize his power over the devil. But due to the symbolism of the goats with the devil being too close to home, the church wasn't a big fan of it and saw the cat as a less evil way to get the idea across. Hmm. But another factor that, may, that might have been that while the Viking settlers had goats, the goat population was never large and had largely disappeared by the 19th century when the popular myths and traditions were being collected by anthographers. Anyway, pretty much, it was just the church just used it because they don't like goats. They're just not big on the goat train because devil symbolism. That is the study of individual peoples and cultures oh look at ryan being all prepared today because i'm not <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yeah so that was my real stretch to make the yule cats a full episode and damn it you did it and damn it i did it <laughs> i don't have any modern takes this week because <laughs> they just don't really exist 
for the Yule Cat. The only thing I have is um, this sounds a little bit like a capitalist conspiracy theory to get people to spend more money on wool. <laughs> um, that's literally all I got. Yeah, no, that's fine. There, there, There's like... I couldn't find like any movies and the one I found, I couldn't find any way to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Which wasn't helpful. And there's some weird Christmas games out there that have the Yule ads in it and the Yule cat. And that goes back to my point at the top of the episode. So just be careful. So there's um, no smut novels. There's only smut games. I don't know, but some Yule. of them looked weird, you know, like the weird, like gross, like Christmas games they make. I don't like yes. them. I'm just, I've never been about it. And I'm like, why would you do this? Fair enough. <laughs> but that's just, yeah. that's just me. Everyone has the the stuff they like. Some people don't like Christmas, and that's probably, like, yeah. the best thing for them, which I respect that. Um, yeah, there's really not a lot. I don't yeah, know. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to the announcements if we just want to get to it, because I have to have a serious conversation with you yeah. during the announcements. <laughs> yeah, let's. Let's get to the announcements. Um, my my only modern take comment is if someone does write smut with the Yule cat, just yeah, yeah, the wool. I will go back and add a modern take section of me reading your smut if you make <gasps> <gasps> a Yule cat smut. And that's a that's a dare. <laughs> I want that to happen. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. Is it, is it finding its announcement time? Time for the law report. Da, 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 da. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know where this is going. So, uh, what's, what's this I'm holding in my hand here, Kimmy? A <laughs> gift from a very loving friend that cares so much about you. So, Kimmy, so the 12 days of Christmas has now concluded at the time of this episode coming. Yeah, sorry, not Christmas. Um, I still have a couple more things to open, um, but by the time this episode comes out, we're going to be all done. But, so day one, I am like, this is going to be so much fun. There's going to be a bunch of stickers. I open it. The first thing is the Tim Allen Christmas Santa Claus Collection. Though I do have some great news, the the TV show that came out, Tim Allen the Santa Claus, people hate it, really? and I feel um, I've seen a lot of hate on Twitter for the Santa Claus in general, and I'm starting to feel justified. Um, but no, the twelve days has been fun. Outside of that, everything was very fun. Um, I got a whole bunch of this one has been my favorite so far. Was this little camera? Okay, the camera was. Glitz. Then inside was a bunch of blurry photos of cryptids. Because I... this is probably about the same quality camera they were taken on. <laughs> Just paper. I had so much fun making all of them. You know, it's funny because I feel finding the images to make that foldable Santa Claus. Yeah. Case took me the longest. Really? Cause, yeah, because I wanted it to be consistent. Because I wanted to really... I wanted you to open it 
I wanted you to see one and sigh inside and then open it and see two and, and then three. It kept going. I genuinely thought these were actually the DVDs <laughs> for a second. When I, like when I opened it, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I loved watching these videos because the way I I didn't see Ryan open it till he sent me the video of him opening it too. So it was just as much of a delightful surprise to me as it was to you. I freaking love it. No, and they all I I had fun doing all of them. I tried to do we had a lot of people give feedback on like our Discord and stuff that have that like messaged me of ideas and stuff. So thank you guys. Was it, was it your idea for the Tim Allen Santa Claus or was that someone else's idea? My sister-in-law is such a blessing and she helped me figure that one out. I'd like <laughs> to have like, some words with your sister-in-law. <laughs> she was like, I love her so much. I was like, so I'm doing this 12 days of Krampus thing. And I was just going to put a bunch of cute things like the Krampus gift tags and like the mini coloring books and stuff. And she was like, she messaged me, you should start fights. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and she's oh. like, yeah. And she brought up like things that we've talked about where she's like, I think it's really funny. You should talk about this. So that's why there's like the lawful good coloring pages. You don't. Yeah, <laughs> those were funny. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else. At this point, all of them are open. Yeah. Um, I really want you to take a minute to look at the campground foldable map one at the beast Dropped a tag okay the beast of buscow snake ad because <laughs> so the original cure-all yes <laughs> it says many know how the famous beast of bosco lurks in the swamps near the alluring campground but did you know that the swamp water holds magical properties the snake i mean oscar swamp water has the original cure-all get yours today <laughs> I thought you would appreciate that one. <laughs> and I also want to address... You want people to think you're bigger than you are? <laughs> yeah. Beast the of Boston, The original Viagra right there, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> and if you open it, there's a drink menu. I want Sorry. you to read. It says scale six inches. <laughs> and it says image of bottle is built to the same scale of the Beast of Bosco. <laughs> I was like, I have to have him read it on the air. And the map is fun. And then um, open the open it up and you'll see a menu on the inside of different yes, drinks. Yes, the drink menu. <laughs> we have a campground drink menu is the Jackalope Forbidden Milk. <laughs> Jackalope Whiskey. Krampus Schnapps, which just sounds so damn good. And the Leshy Bucket of Vodka. I know yeah. what I'm getting. <laughs> I love all of them so much. So that one, I that one, I think was one of the most creative I got. I made a whole map. Now we have a map postcard. By Forgot the way. to mention the uh, the events. Oh. <laughs> we have photography basics one hundred and one hosted by Ryan. Understanding red flags hosted by Kimmy. Cryptids and capitalism hosted by Kimmy. Seasonally, we have the animal Santa Claus movie watch hosted by Ryan, <laughs> where we just scream. At the top of our lungs the entire time. Just a lot of screaming. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was so fun. So I had a lot of fun. I may make like a little one of that on our website or something because it brings me so much joy. But anyway, um, 
all of the videos for that will be on our TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. And then there's the giveaway. I think when this episode comes out... This um, comes out next Wednesday, right? Yeah, so the giveaway will still be open. It'll be in three days. Yeah, so... And then the, our live stream will be like in three days from when yeah. this episode is first released. So check out our social media channels to come and hang out and win some prizes and be part of all the merry, merry, merriness. Merry, yeah. merry, merriness. You're going to want some of this stuff. Yeah. The freaking, I don't know if this is part of the prize, but the two from Krampus tags are so fun. Yes, that's one of the, all. Oh. So every gift that's Ryan worth it alone opens is a prize you can win so i think i don't know how i'm going to do it yet maybe the first person i draw gets to pick and if yeah. they don't pick in so many that's hours fair. then the next person gets to pick so there's yeah. going to be tons of ways to win so you guys can win one of these prizes which is just like a fun thing and i'll snail mail it to you with a cute little holiday postcard <laughs> it's great it's super yeah. great Anyway, I'm so glad you had a lot of fun with it. I had so much fun making all of it. Yeah, no, that was that was very enjoyable. <laughs> Yay! Yay! And that's my whole gift giving spiel because I love, <laughs> I love giving gifts to people. <laughs> anyway, okay, on to the next thing. Um, speaking of gifts, speaking of <laughs> gifts, check out the merch shop if you haven't. Just do it. Uh, you'll Ooh. be supporting the show. <laughs> I hate that sound so much every time. You'll be supporting show um getting some custom designs made by yours truly which is me i've designed everything in that shop with my blood sweat and tears so totes mostly tears mostly tears mostly <laughs> tears of laughter yeah just to clarify because the ideas ryan sends me at midnight is hysterical and beautiful all at the same time so anyway go check it out um yeah, and then speaking of uh, getting stuff to support our show, um, if everyone could, real quick, just pause the episode. Well, don't pause it yet. Wait till I finish reading, <laughs> and then pause the episode. Um, so if you're on Apple, please give us uh, five stars and review the show. And I believe, um, yeah, so tell us what you like about the show, why you like the show, your favorite episode, your favorite moment, or just let us know if you're Team Folklore or Team Cryptid. Whatever you want to do. Um, if you put, like, how do, how do we know they, they listen to this episode? I don't know. If you guys want a sticker with it. Hashtag put... scream at Santa. <laughs> if you listen to this episode, put hashtag scream at Santa. If you want a sticker with it, I don't know, put, like, some campground emojis in yeah. it i don't know like a pine tree yeah, so that we know you're listening yeah and then yeah. just like email me a screenshot of your review or dm me on instagram a screenshot of your review and i'll i'll mail you a sticker i have so many i love giving stickers want yeah. a sticker write a five-star review easy peasy a lemon squeezy i got you boo but uh, so if you don't have Apple, fear not. Spotify also lets you leave reviews. Now you have to listen to the episode first. But if you're listening to this, you've already listened to the episode. Um, getting higher reviews on both platforms help us appeal to the algorithm gods. Praise be to them. Uh, which means we get more campers to hang out around our campfire and listen to our episodes. Which means we get to keep doing this for even longer. Yes. 
so that my Mothman tattoo is not in vain. <laughs> if you're, if anything, just go give us five stars because Ryan got a Mothman podcast tattoo. <laughs> And we're committed to this. Yeah. We're, we're in it now. We're committed to you guys. Yeah. Commit to us too. <laughs> All right. Let's jump over to the lowering alignment chart. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not going to judge you too harshly because you at least put it in the right, like, section. Yes. You did say chaotic evil. Yes. Just not that evil. Yes, which is fair. Put it more neutral. Which is fair with the notes I take, so I can justify it. Yeah. With the whole, it won't just kill you because you're poor. The point of the cat is to bring together community. The yeah. problem, what makes the cat evil is humans are just terrible. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I based mine entirely on the poem since the story may or may not have actually been a Yule cat story. And the poem just says the cat's an asshole. It, yeah. Even if it doesn't kill you, it still just eats your dinner yeah. and then hisses at you and runs away, which is kind of just a cat, to be honest. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's the thing, too. This is just a cat. So where, where yeah. does the cat go? On an alignment chart in general. I'd say and about where I put it. No, no, no. I where still I love put them, it. but I'd say they're about where I put it. I feel where I put it. Cats would be further down chaotic. No, cats. Yeah. Can, can you ever just watch the cat just knock something off a shelf just because <laughs> they can? Cats are chaotic as hell. I don't know. I have, listen, I have a pet rabbit and I'm going to be one of those people for a sec. I feel like a rabbit's kind of like a mix of a dog and a cat. Yeah. Where she just looks at me like, I'm going to fuck this up. <laughs> like, she yeah. gives me this look, like, test me, mother. Yeah, and that's chaotic. And chaotic's not necessarily a bad thing. That just right. means they just are off the rails. They're just doing their own thing, and that's a cat. You're true. Well, where would you put a dog? Like, um, lawful good? Are we doing, like, paladin? Depending on the dog. Energy? Pablo... Okay chaotic good okay but like a very well-trained like like working dog lawful good dogs well, are just good well here's the thing they're just i feel like dogs are just lawful yeah you know and i feel they're both neutral dogs are lawful and cats are chaotic because the dog's <laughs> going to do what its owner wants right yeah, most but dogs cat... don't have enough brain cells to be on an alignment chart they're just they're just vibing <laughs> My mom's dogs have entered the chat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love Pablo with all my heart, but there is not a lot of thought behind those eyes most of the time. I That is my favorite thing is when I look at an animal and there's nothing there. Yeah. Just love. <laughs> yeah. Cats know what they're doing. They're Cats, they've yeah. seen shit. They look you in the eye as they're knocking the $3,000 vase off the table. And they know that vase was $3,000. And I'm, I'm putting rabbits, like, in the middle of all yeah. that. Because Luma will look at me like, I'm going to do it. And mm -hmm. then she just, like, but then 20 minutes she comes back. She's like, you know I love you, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. The only the only benefit you have with a bunny is they're not as nimble as cats. You know, Luma... So Luma has learned here. I love my rabbit, but she's too damn smart. 
and it's because I've trained her, and this was my first mistake. She has learned how to open her locked cage. Oh, wow. And if she can't get it open, she climbs out of it and then comes to the bedroom to get me for <laughs> breakfast. So she is... Oh, she's hungry. And the best part is if I leave the door open for her cage, she'll stay there all day. She's free roam bunny. She has this whole house. Yeah. And she just chills there. It's just when she's locked up, she's like, mm-mm. The moment I close it, she's like, I'm a prison break this bitch. And yeah. <laughs> Not meant to be in here, mother. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. She's like, mother, I crave violence. Like, that is Luma <laughs> to a T. And then I give her a treat. She's like, another yeah. day you have you have passed for today. <laughs> All right. Well, we're we're about at our time. Yeah. So um, we're we're in most mostly agreement. Yeah. We're. I I feel like if you move to the right a little, I'll move to the left. Left. Yeah. And we'll we'll line up there. It's All right. Nice. Okay. Um. Takeaways. Um. Write some Yule smut. Is my yes. takeaway. <laughs> and um. Make sure you're always buying new clothes. I guess. <laughs> Get, and give in to capitalism. Yeah, I can. Yeah, so, or, or the Yule Cat will get you. All right. <laughs> give in to capitalism, or the Yule Cat will get you. And write yeah. some Yule Smut. And write some goddamn season. Yule Smut. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. This has been alluring. Just have the most alluring day ever. Will this be the last episode before Christmas? Ooh, um, man, right at closing. I don't It have is. Time. Okay, well, because this one comes out next week. Um, so have a very Merry Christmas. Um, we'll see you before the New Year's, but we won't see you before, uh, before next Christmas. So stay safe out there. If you don't celebrate Christmas, just have a good, a good weekend that weekend, you know? Have just go have yourself. fun. Yeah, like go treat yourself. Break. And that's all for this episode of Alluring. Thank you for taking a seat around the campfire and listening. If you want more Alluring, go check out our website, Alluring.com. That's A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. If you have any questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legend you would like us to discuss, email us at Alluring at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word. Special thanks to Lane Hammonds for our music. If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now.